Welcome to the culture, your campy, irreverent source for retro fun. We love 80s horror, comedy and sci-fi. We also love talking about these great films. Sometimes we stay on topic, other times not so much. So pop in a VHS tape, adjust the tracking and join in on the conversation. And there's a black stool behind our couch. Have you guys ever <laughs> noticed it? It's been here forever. And we used to have a candelabra on it. Yep. Now it's just naked. It is. It's sitting yeah. there. It's producer Scott's like, oh my God, there's a black stool behind the couch. And you guys missed it. Our lights weren't <laughs> on right there. And Neil just was like, yeah, did like this unnecessary dive roll over the top of the couch to turn them on. Like total like 80s car dive. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's slow, one of those. Slow motion. In- there was an explosion behind him. Yeah, yeah. There's one of those in this movie tonight, too. <laughs> <laughs> there is an unnecessary dive roll. Thank God for it, too. Oh, my God. So we'll talk about it. It's so great. We'll we'll talk about it. We're going to, in fact, what we're talking about tonight, Dreamscape. And I put this in the chat as like a joke, but I almost call it Dream Scrape and Dream Scrap. Uh, So just know when I'm, when I, I'm talking about this movie. That's all. When I get my pap smears, like I get a Dream Scrape. So oh, that's, that's what I really do. funny from someone who doesn't have a vagina. <laughs> <laughs> who told you? I've seen it. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen She's it. She's seen it. It's true. She helps me wipe. <laughs> so whoa. It's, anyway, it's the glamorous life of the welcome cult show. to the cult show. We have fun and games. <laughs> we have everything you want. We don't anyway. have we don't have enough money for that. So stop saying those words. That's yeah. right. Sorry. Uh, it is Friday night. We are here together in the studio. Where we are meant yes. to be. Our natural habitat. <laughs> yeah. they, they, they feed us. They throw fish at us. <laughs> we do so. little tricks and we splash the people with water yeah. and they love they it. They love it. They just stare yeah. at us for hours. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm having Free Willy flashbacks. That movie's traumatizing as fuck. Am I right, Free Willy? Not when... Not when the whale's jumping over the jetty and Michael Jackson's playing. That's like, oh yeah, that's like pure awesome right Weren't there. Were you like thirty when that movie came no, out? Probably. But. <laughs> oh yeah, we were working at Airport Blur <laughs> Seven Six Nine Twelve when that movie came out. That's like every episode of the Cult Show. That's all you need to know. <laughs> Where was Caleb and Neil? Working at that time, which theater? I was actually 30 years old when they invented cinema. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you very much. You made that bargain with the painting and the whole thing. You look great. Thank you. Yeah. (laughs) Me and Thomas Jefferson were like that. Anyway. Yikes. (laughs) What's in your cup? Big yikes. Um, I've got a a delicious, sparkling, cherry, um, effervescent beverage. Okay. Yeah. Nice and nondescript. Yeah. We are drinking... Well, I think I described it pretty well, actually. You did. Yeah, you nailed it. <laughs> We've got the Francis Coppola Apocalypse Now Apocalypse Cabernet. Meow. Right Meow. Right Meow. Yeah. And this is the 2017. 2017 Cab. Which I but, really like, um, like the red gradient on here. Yes. And of course, he always has the Zoetrope, if it's the Zoetrope brand, but this one's got like the little red foil one. Yeah. It's a really pretty bottle. It's a nice bottle, actually. I have a few of these, because we did, a, we did a, the... Apocalypse Now screening at one of the theaters, and then we also sold the wine, so I kept a few because I thought they were really cool. Apocalypse Now, so that was like one of those family movies where you brought the kids, and it was like, Mm -hmm. it was, yeah. Yep, they know all about this film because they, you know, they hear me all the time incoherently babbling like Dennis Hopper or... (laughs) 
Um, Grimes and Elon Musk, their baby is seeing apocalypse now. She said that. She said that he has, um, like, really good taste. Like, she's, yeah. The baby's seeing apocalypse now <laughs> really? already. Yeah. Well, I love the smell of dirty diaper in the morning. It's kind of like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's kind of my thing. Yeah, can't, I, say, can't say I miss that. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, anyway, cool. So we're doing dreamscape. We're doing dream. Which means dreamscape. Scape. Dreamscape. All right, so we can cheers then. Cheers, everybody. Happy Friday. Cheers. My beverage smells so good. (sighs) That is some cab. That's a cab. That's a cab right there. (laughs) Someone call me a cab. (laughs) Let's call me the cab. Pour him him into a cab. Pour him a cab. That is a very Colonel Kurtz cab right there. Colonel. Oh, for for you, Apocalypse Now fans. <laughs> oh yeah, and what a fan base it is. Still, I, actually, I'm a really big fan. I know, but it's just like it's it's, it's one little, of those it's things. Little, yeah. It's it's kind of like when you're a really big fan of like Schindler's List. Like it's like <laughs> you know, like oh yeah, really intense movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I could tell you some stories, man. I've been in the thick of it when I've been watching Apocalypse Now. So yeah, it's it's no anyway. joke. Caleb, who's with yes. us? This Eve. Well, it's Friday night and I ain't got nobody. <laughs> oh, wait, I'm kidding. I got my money in. <laughs> so, from Minnesota, we've got Enoch, my little, my little, Enoch? My little big brother. A little big brother. Than I am. Enoch with the booty. <laughs> my little big brother. I think we retired that. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I didn't get the memo. <laughs> we so did. It was live, it was here. Oh. Yeah. Well. Um, from East Washington, we've got Mark Vision's Truth. Hello, Mark. What's up, Mark? Mark's Vision's Truth. Uh, all the way from Australia, we've got Hugh Jackman, but he also goes by <laughs> Hungry. <laughs> Hello, it's Hugh. A whole, it's a whole ruse, um, but we're on to you, buddy. We know. We know it's but, Cooey, we Hungry Cooey. Here, Mr. Jackman. Uh, from Pismo, we've got Pismo Mark. He doesn't like to play our games, but thank you for being here. We really, really appreciate it, it. From, from Pismo, oh, Mark. Pismo. Caleb's throwing the shade. You know what? We're going to throw it down. It's not shade. He didn't like our game. It's okay. more like but a throw down. You. Will you play the game? Pick up the gauntlet. My God. I'm sorry if you took it that way. No shade. Okay. No shade. No. Caleb uh, will just be rude to your face. No shade. Miss Movie Buff Laura is here, and we've also got, I forgot you last week. Oh, no. But I'm not forgetting you this time. We have Mindy. You forgot her last week? I did, and she called me on it in chat. The fuck? But I've been here the whole time, and I'm sorry. Just Laura. Getting it all wrong. Mindy. Getting it all wrong. Look at one. Welcome. That's so rude. Those are my, those are my girls. Yep. I know. Girls. I know. I felt really bad. Yeah. So. How dare you, sir? Glasses can't see. <laughs> Glasses can't see. <laughs> Who are you? Words. Who's talking? Dream scrape. It's because he's in the shade. He's in the shade over there. He's shady. My God. He's hella shady. My yes. Ooh, whoa. whoa. If you heard that, something maybe expensive just broke in the basement. Uh-oh. It's, it's fine. It's by your foot, Scott, whatever it is. You know anyway. what? It's fine. It's fine. Things fall apart here randomly. <laughs> what happens? Well, anyway. you know, we do have hey, a poltergeist. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then joining us live in the studio, Michael B. Michael B. And, Michael B. And because sometimes we forget him, thank you to everybody that watches us not live. Yep. Thank you to the turkey Absolutely. lurkies that don't want to chat. 
And thank you especially to the people of the pod. The podcasters. Yeah. Castees. Salute. Cast. Cast offs. Cast Castaways. Cast <laughs> Wilson and Tom Hanks. That's right. The Wilsons. <laughs> Um, what else you got? What's going on? What else we got? What's going on with you guys? Um, She's looking at my list, but that's I know. My list. I like to look. Well, it's <laughs> not your list. It's the it show's my list. outline. I know. You take such good notes, Neil. <laughs> I know. He, like, types his I know. notes. Why do I, I get a copy of that? Because it's, really, it's my list. I know. I can just see it because it's got the outline. I right. do my homework. Well, trying I, to steal I, my homework. I, You're well, like, you can look at it, but just change it so that they won't well, know. Will, that, you, will yeah. you type up my notes, too, then? I know, right? <laughs> Mine looks like gobbledygook. Okay. Mine, I have Unabomber hands. Maybe, maybe I'll run it through this. a spell check. Preview tonight show done. Cheers done. Cheers done. Join us tonight. tonight. Oh, what's up? up? What's so, up? What's up? Um... I did watch a movie, which is going to probably be a future episode of Spooky Slumber Party. Okay, cool. Called Patchwork. Ah. And it's on Shudder. And um, it's a horror comedy. Watched it with Emma. Um, and we th- we didn't know it was like a horror comedy. And it's really, really funny, which is like high praise, because I don't think a lot of horror comedies are that funny. Um, and it's kind of gory, but like, not super gory, a little bit body horror-ish. Um, really fun, and we're watching it, and we're like, oh my god, this is really, really good. And then we immediately like FaceTimed Kelly, and we're like, we gotta, we gotta review this movie. It's like, it's very perfect for spooky slumber party vibe. What are you, red? <laughs> oh, you know what I'm really excited for? What? By the what? time we all meet next, I will have seen the new Saw movie. Ah, and you wore your Billy socks. Well, I got. You can't see him probably very well, but oh god, you're gonna kick me in the face! <sighs> no, Jesus! I got Billy. <laughs> got yeah. Billy. He wants to play a game. He wants to play. <laughs> he does. Um, so. I am a bit of a Saw fan. I don't love every movie in the franchise, but um, I like a fair share of them, or I at least have a good time watching them. I think they're fun and gross, and um, I really like. Uh, I really like Jigsaw. I think Jigsaw's cool. Yeah. Yeah. I think I have, I'm kind of weird because I thought, I thought like, I've seen one through like, four or five. I'm not sure exactly. Yeah. And they started off, I thought the first one was just eh. Like, I thought Carrie Elway's acting was horrendous. It, that was not it was. his role, man. That it was, was not really his bad. role. It was, it yeah. was horrendous. It was oh, like, hi, Gory Bits. I see Gory Bits. Oh, gory. Gory. Gory Bits. Yeah. Um, and then two got better. Oh, and then three got better than that. I love two and three, yeah. And then I can't remember, I think four may have then started to, I can't recall. Well, it but. was kind of, then it started to really go like, you either like him or you don't like okay. him, or you're just yeah. having fun with it. But I just really like the character of Jigsaw. Um, and Tobin Bell's dope. He's so dope. Yeah. But I just, um, I've had a lot of people in my life that have had cancer, and still do have a lot mm. of people in my life that has cancer, and I love, like, a bad guy that has cancer because cancer patients are sometimes depicted as these like saintly, like you know, mm-hmm. angelic people who are like so close to death and so spiritual and like sometimes they're just really fucking pissed off cancer patients <laughs> and it's like love that energy. Yeah, yeah, that'd be me. That, so. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'd be like, y'all are gonna pay. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I love that. Same thing in Saint Maud, the character of Amanda who has cancer. She's like a badass. <laughs> cancer patient too. I gotta I got yeah. watch that still. Same yeah, you do. Guess, yeah, you do. I know. I want to see it. Um, so I'm excited to talk about Spiral from the Book of Saw. Awesome. Nice. Excellent. My turn? Go for All it. Right. Um, I 
finished reading Good Omens. I can't remember if I said <gasps> that last week. You, not that you finished I, it. I'd started it. Okay. Yeah. So I finished reading it. I smashed through the entire telev- te- television show. Uh, it's great. I loved it. Yeah. Thought it was so good. Yeah. Um, I. Let's see. What else did I do? Uh, oh, I watched The Loved Ones. <gasps> that we talked about and we just about on Spooky Slumber, Slumber Party. Party. Yeah. And I really liked it. I thought it was Yay. a lot of fun. Yeah. A lot of fun. So. You watched um, it too, I know. I watched it too, yep. Yeah. Oh, awesome. You liked yeah. it too? I did. I liked yeah. it, yeah. I was worried when you Seven. said there was a little TP. And I was like, eh, but you know what? She's talking so much about it. And since I, you know want to be able to throw in her face that she never watches the films that I recommend. <laughs> so, but I keep watching the films that she we recommends. We have been over this so, so many times. It's nope. because whenever there's a movie that I want to see that I haven't seen that you love, I'm not allowed to watch it without you. And so then it's like, okay. <laughs> so then, that, then we have to like get together and watch the movies. Which is not a problem, but... These are. It's a these double are, standard yeah. that I'm held to. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm glad it was a good like film. It. I, I enjoyed yeah. it quite it a bit. Was, I love yeah. the, the lead... Lola. The lead, the lead antagonist. I thought she was great. Yeah, yes. loved her a lot. Loved her dad. Um, Am I not pretty enough? <laughs> yeah, I mean the, the cringy relationship between the two of them. Oh, it's so gross. Um, but it's like the milk so drinking. Good. Oh, yeah. it was just like bad guys, bad guys, guys always drink milk. Yep. Boom. With there the it chicken. Is. Oh, it's yeah. just disgusting. Yeah, it's uh. So yeah, the loved ones on. Sh- was it Shutter? Where was it no, on? It was no, it was on Amazon. Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime. If you have an account, Amazon. it's free. Yeah, The yeah. Loved Ones. Uh, Australian film. It's a pretty good film. So good. Uh, again, coming from someone who's not a fan of torture porn, this does dive into that, but it's a lot better. In, in can, I, I, can I say the porn? Because you kept calling it prawn. Is that a I thing? was just saying prawn to be funny. Oh, okay. Because, <laughs> like, it feels just, I don't we know. We don't know anymore. Yeah. We yeah. don't know. I think it's okay to, I think you can still say torture porn. But okay. I just like to call it torture prawn because I think it's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like this prawn. And you switch the two letters and it becomes a whole new word. Right? It becomes a whole new word. A whole new prawn. I'm a just envisioning like this little prawn. Yeah, that's just like, like touching you know. people with its prawn tail. <laughs> <laughs> no one escapes the Spanish Inquisition. <laughs> <laughs> that's the prawn for you. <sighs> I'm glad you yeah. guys liked it. What else? Anything else? That's. Uh, yeah, I think that's everything. Yay, I'm yeah. so glad you watched it. it. Makes me so happy. And that's my main thing too is that I watched. The loved ones. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. So recommended. Them. There was no cooies in that movie, though. <laughs> you, know what? you know what? Yeah. If there was one thing missing, yeah. it was some cooies. We need more cooies. We needed, like, a <laughs> fuckload of cooies. I was like, are we even in Australia? Because someone's saying cooie. I don't know that we're actually I didn't know. There. I was so confused. No, I'm, I'm pretty sure that was, like, the back lot in Burbank because there was no yeah. cooies. Like, no nah. Those people aren't real Australians. Yeah. 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 Fake. Yeah. Shenanigans. Fake. Fake. Shenanigans. <laughs> Um, cool. Well, I guess then that would bring us to, if Scott is standing up, this week <laughs> in entertainment history. Oh, we haven't done this in a while. Yay. It's back. It this, is back. This week. This week. It is back this week. <laughs> it's back this week. In this entertainment time. history. Hit us. Sandra. Neil. <laughs> Did you know that on this day, May 14th, 1989, was the last airing of the TV shows Family Ties and Moonlighting. Both of them? Both aired for the last time. Uh, How did people know what to watch? I bet Family Ties was like 8 o'clock-ish and Moonlighting was probably at 9 o'clock. Plus one was NBC and one was ABC. But the point Um, is, same day. Family Ties, that was uh, the one Michael J. Fox was on. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. I've only seen a couple of episodes of, of that one, I gotta say. And don't forget <laughs> Tina Yothers and Justine Bateman, uh, yeah. Michael Gross, yeah. right, was a dad, and yeah. then um, Meredith Baxter Burney. And then they had a son somewhere in there towards the end, also. <laughs> no one. I think his name was Brian yeah. Bonsell or something. If you say so. Don't quote me on that, but. Okay. Um, May 14th, 1998 was the last airing day of Seinfeld. Last episode aired. Of Seinfeld? This day, 1998. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right. Which, I don't like Seinfeld. I'll be quite honest. <laughs> I, it annoys me. I've only seen a handful of Seinfeld, so I'm kind of Seinfeld neutral. Ah, um, I'm more on the other side of it. So I, I don't care yeah, for it. I, I don't care for that man. And I can say that because I've yeah. met him, and he's a... I don't think I'd care for him either. I think he's not my favorite person. But you know who I do love, though? It is Julia, Julia Louis-Dreyfus. She's cool. She, I love her in, yes. like, everything. She's amazing. I'm such a huge fan of her. Yeah. But um, sorry I never watched your show, girl. <laughs> so sorry, <laughs> sorry about it. I, I'm, with, I'm with you now. You know what? Let's not talk about the past, Julia. Let's talk about now. Let's move forward. Let's move now. forward, Julia. Yeah. Uh, come on. Uh, and then, uh, but uh, what's the other guy's name? Um, the shorter... Jason, Jason Alexander. Alexander, yeah. 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 He, of course, we love him because he was in The Burning when he was really Yeah. Young. So oh, we, we love him for that. He's kind of hunky. Very, very yeah, he was hunky. <laughs> and then there's the Kramer. Well, <laughs> Does no. he have a real name? <laughs> I don't even know. He, he went on a He went on a, a, weird, he went a off tirade. Yeah. Yeah, so he went like that. He did one of those. Uh, also, let's see. On this day in 1970, Billy Burke passed away. Billy Burke was Glinda, the good witch in Wizard of Oz. Oh. Yep. That's very sad. I'm sorry, Scott. Uh, on this day, 1998, okay. Frank Sinatra passed away. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I don't remember that At happening. At the same time Seinfeld was here. And I know, right? <laughs> Last time, Seinfeld. Seinfeld, what did you have to do with Frank Sinatra passing, I wonder? Mm. Hmm. He's got nothing left to live for. I'm just saying. <laughs> mm. Frank said, I just said one of my favorite shows that day. I don't know what maybe, to do. Or maybe one of Sandra's favorite shows. Un, was it Unsolved Mysteries? Which yeah. One who, who hosted that? Uh, Robert, Robert Yes, Robert. Who passed Stack. away on this day in 2003. Oh, I don't want to talk about that. Jeez. <laughs> so emotional. What is it about this day? I love him. Yeah, I know. Um, okay, conversely, on this day in 1944, you yes. awake? No, it was like, I felt there was like a pen and it was like kind of coming at me. <laughs> uh, today is George Lucas's birthday. I didn't know that. Yeah. Happy yeah. birthday, George. Happy birthday to the waddle. Um, nice to him. Wow. Be nice to him. No. He's a very wow. kind man. He's a very kind is he? man. Yes, okay. I've met him many times. Yes. Oh, that's right. You used to work there and then he laid you off. He's so kind. Such a kind man. Quiet, Neil. Don't expose my secrets. But when he did it, he was dressed as an Ewok. He was like, it makes it a lot easier when they right? give you a stimulus, not a stimulus check, a severance, a severance check. check. Like, oh, look, Wicked is here. That's a pink slip. Thanks, Wicked. Thanks. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, it's okay. Standard's like, what the fuck? But you can't, uh, be, mad. You can't be mad at Ewok. Like, I've got a bad feeling about this. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, Robert Zemeckis also born today. Genius. Director of Robert Zemeckis, yes. Wow. Yep. And then finally, Tim Roth, the wonderful, the awesome Tim Roth. Um, the occasionally good Tim Roth. <laughs> what? No. Because no, she didn't like him in uh, four... Four rooms. Yeah. Well, it's not oh, that I didn't on. like him. That was just that movie was just kind of messy. But um, no, I, I like Tim Roth just fine. I <laughs> think he's great. <laughs> I like it, Timmy. Okay. 
That is it. That concludes this week. Good job, Neil. Thank and entertainment history. <laughs> Thank you. Thank who you. lived, who died. Uh, <laughs> finally, new subscriber alert. Can you read that? Sure. Um, it is... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hold on. For she girl <laughs> Huh? You hold, you heard me. Huh? <laughs> for she girl. Like the Thank opera? You. Yeah. Thank you for, for being girl, here. Girl, for she girl. Um, <laughs> I'm very happy that you are here. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. We may have butchered the pronunciation of your I'm name. I'm assuming that it's not it meant to be, be pronounced. Be, I think be, it's meant to be like um initials. It could be F Shay Gerald. That's kind F. of what I'm Gerald. thinking. Yeah. Okay. That one's done. <laughs> and we're done with that one. Moving on. Moving on. Sandra. Neil. Take us, sir. Oh, my God. Neil throwing his throwing papers, throwing the microphone. Okay. So this week, let me turn to my witchy thoughts notebook. Mm, it's just, like a Disney film. Animated yeah. Disney film. Let opening. me just turn that open. The book opens. Show you like, uh, yeah, yeah. Make all these paper sounds for you for an oh ASMR God. show. Um, it's an ASMR podcast and YouTube now. So we talked about Dreamscape. Um, little film from 1984. Uh, this stars Dennis Quaid, Denny, as he's known to some. Denny plays <laughs> a psychic of a few different flavors who has kind of had a little bit of a rough life where he was kind of bounced around, people were doing experiments and trying to kind of crack him a little bit. And he's since used his psychic abilities to kind of live a life of crime and general debauchery and hedonism. Um, so he's having a good time, but he's actually in a lot of trouble because he hasn't paid his taxes. So when Max von Sydow says, you have to be part of my study, um, by the way, Christopher Plummer's here too, then um, you know we can get you out of that trouble with the IRS because there's actually a government connection because what we're doing is studying dreams and the ability for one to enter another's dream. And that's something that people who are psychically gifted can do. Uh, And from there, a plot is uncovered of conspiracy. I liked my version more than the ones on the internet, so I went with that. Perfect. Good job. Thank Um, you. Can we just talk about the Italian poster? Yeah, I'm going to bring it up now. Italian poster away. This is bonkers. The Italian poster compared to the U.S. release poster. I don't want us to get in trouble, so I'm going to cover the nips. It's too late. It's It's up on screen. Too late. Show the nips. Well, it's, I don't care. I just, you know, it's not like we're monetized. You should monetize this, but we're not. Um, it's, a, it's a cool poster, but it's just one of those like things that's like, this is hilarious and nothing to do with the movie we just watched. It's theatrical poster was like that, too, where it's like right. really like Temple of Doom, like looking like, bah, bah, like really. But this one is yeah. so cool. It's like a Fulci. It's like, yeah. you know, yeah. oh, Fulci made the dreamscape. Yeah, like cool. Of, that's like a work of art. Right? The yeah. depths of hell. Come some woman bursting or some guy bursting out of a woman's womb for some reason. <laughs> like birth. And then there's a snake man. And, and I guess this is supposed to be Denny. Uh, some random guy, yeah. He's very jaundiced yellow. <laughs> he is. Um, but yeah, it's a cool poster, but it's just like, and, and on the theatrical release poster, he's got like a flaming torch. Yep. And Kate Capshaw's like cowering behind him, and little Buddy's like, you know, and there's like all this other stuff. And it's just, it's. It's so funny because the posters are, you know, they're cool in their way. The movie's cool, but it's like, 
these aren't really the same right. thing. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. I, I mean, I guess poster-wise, you had Temple of Doom that came out like three or four months prior to this. Yeah. Which Kate Capshaw was in. It was a big year for her. <laughs> it was. So, yeah. So are they like Cap, you know, trying to get on the whole Raiders of Lost Ark? Temple of Doom thing I with had the, a vibe. the deal. Yeah. yeah. Which, no, it is pretty funny poster. How? It, yeah. Nothing to do with anything. Nothing to do. That's um, okay, though. It's just funny. It's just marketing. Um, yep. So, this is my first time seeing this. I know you've shown it at the Cult Film we Series. We had once before. Um, and I, of course, have heard of this movie but never seen it. Um, just one of those things. Just hadn't gotten around to it. Um, I would I would say I enjoyed it. I would say it was a lot of fun. Um, I liked it quite a bit. I had a really good time watching it. Um, it's probably not one of those that's going to be like, you know, one of my favorite ever. Right. But yeah. I did like it. And I really like um, dream trope things and things set in dreams and learning about dreams. Uh, we did Come True on Spooky Summer Party uh, recently. And if you guys have heard of that, it's a Movie, I think it came out technically in 2020, but it's kind of the same thing, kind of a sci-fi horror adventure, you know? Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. So wow. that's I was all prepared for you to not like it, so. No, yeah. I thought it was a good time. Um, that makes me happy. <laughs> I, I love Max. Um, I love Christopher Plummer. Uh, we, we love Dennis Quaid. I don't think he's God material, but I like him a lot. Um, <laughs> Kate Capshaw is okay. At least she doesn't scream her head off like Temple of right. Doom in yeah. this one. No, I agreed. Yeah. I, I definitely like this role better than yeah. <laughs> Temple of Doom. But, but um, it's kind of it's kind of funny when oh, the hilarious. movie hits that point <laughs> where it becomes like like Tom Clancy like <laughs> like type of vibes, and it's like. Oh, 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 okay. Like the espionage is kicking in. And yeah. The, yeah, other stuff. Yeah, but, and it's just like, yeah. oh, I mean, you're not like mad about it, but it's like, okay, I guess we're doing this. <laughs> like, yep. okay. Yeah. It's, it becomes very um, action y. Yes. Yeah. Well, good. I'm happy as well because this is, Caleb and I both probably saw this in our youth when it came out. And it was yeah. a very, for us, it was an awesome film. I mean, it, it A, it starts with the fear of, of course, nuclear annihilation. Yeah. Well, which and is, that's which is very cool. steeped yeah, yeah, in the yeah. film, yeah. which was a very big thing for us as 10-year-olds at the time growing up. Yeah. That's what you were afraid of. You had yeah. to have a gremlin to protect you from nuclear fallout. <laughs> you did, yes. yes. And part, part of my fear, you know, one of my phobias of nuclear war probably stems from... And you know what? Movie. That's a valid phobia because that shit's scary. No, it is, and you know the way they yeah. portray it is that know, hellscape. I'm, I'm not, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not. I don't know because I've never actually been through it. I'm oh, not you sure, haven't. I'm not sure how how realistic <laughs> that really is. But you know, the the little kids popping out of the closet, and yeah, you yeah know, I think like, those kids <laughs> would be more like sawdust, but yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Still, well, they were yeah. you know. they were behind. This is the radiation poisoning after the fact. All these are yeah. Don't it's a it's a long story. Yeah, you yeah. yeah. I, I love that. Like the beginning, how it opens with that, and it's the sound though when it, when it's leading up to the. Oh closet. yeah yeah yeah. It's a good sound. And the sound. sound's yeah. kind of like oh, and it gets higher and higher mm-hmm. as you open the door. Then the the melting flesh children come out. Yeah yeah. It's cool. I like it. It's great. Yeah. yeah. Um, I have to say like. I like the hellscape <laughs> at the beginning <laughs> when you don't know what it is. Um, it's really interesting because I wasn't like crazy about the graphics in this movie, and you know, kind of there's a lot of almost like green screen, like 
Oh, yeah. Like oh, flailing definitely. and stuff. Definitely. And it's just funny because you look at movies that we love and we talk about a lot that came out the same year or earlier. And you're like, mm, I don't think you can use the, oh, it's 1984, like, as an excuse. Because, like, you look at, like, Poltergeist, you look at, like, Star Wars, you look at Nightmare on Elm Street, you look at it, um, The Thing, and you're like, yeah, they did it better sometimes. Yeah. Well, I mean, this yeah. probably involved more green screen than those, a lot of those films. Yeah. But there's no question they had less of a budget. Oh, absolutely. I mean, this was a $6 million movie. Yeah, well, there you go, exactly. So they... We're going to need the green screen. We don't have enough money for (laughs) Rick Baker. Right. The sets, on the other hand, actually were really good, especially in the second half. Yeah, some of the sets... It was like all of the money went there. Um, Where is this supposed to be set? It's Bay Area, isn't it? It kind of is, is, right? Oh, see, I've always thought it was, like, East Coast. Well, (laughs) it feels like San Francisco at the beginning. And then it kind of feels like we're driving, like, around, like, Carmel and stuff. And then it kind of feels like we end up at Stanford. Yeah, yes. I think they start in L.A., like at Santa Anita Racetrack or something. Okay. Maybe, okay. and then they okay. take them eventually up north towards <laughs> yeah. maybe Marin or, or something. Or, yeah, yeah, Stanford, maybe. Something like that. You're right. It was just one of those, like, things where it's like they didn't say, but it was like you just had that. So it looks very familiar. Well, they definitely yeah. was it on here? Yes, yes. Um, and this is this could be anything. They could be in uh, Santa Barbara ish area or Ventura County because oh, yeah, yeah, they yeah. are on the PCH when they take them. Because I specifically recognize when the car goes past. There's a very film spot on the, the PCH Pacific Coast mm. Highway. Sorry, Pacific Coast Highway for those yeah. of us for those of us in the know who survived the apocalypse. PCH. <laughs> so the car drives by this one little outcrop um, that, and that I, I have driven past a thousand times probably. Yeah. And it's like, okay, so they're on the PCH headed north towards Ventura County. Do they keep going up towards Santa Barbara or yeah. to all the way up to San okay. Francisco or what? Yeah. But um, another, That's one of my notes right there. Road yeah. to University, PCH. Another very important supporting character in this is George Wend. Yes, George. I wish it. he had um, more of a role. He's playing, like, one of his, you know, kind of edgier, edgier guys. He is, yeah. you know? He's not, like, the lovable, silly one, you know, that we see so much. It's, you know, it's kind of funny, though, because... Oh, go ahead. You were just saying the same no, thing. No, go ahead. No, no, he, you started. In, in House, yes. he's, the, he's the fan With of the guy who hands. writes the books. Yeah. And in this one, he's this the one. guy who writes he's the, the books. the writer. Yeah. yeah and in House, he has the book that he's a fan of. And in yeah. this one, he has his own book in his right. backpack. Yeah. <laughs> Although wasn't Dennis Quaid reading it before he met, before he met George Wine? Didn't he have a copy of it somewhere? Well, I think he recognized her or something. He's like, "Oh yeah, you're the boom boom." Right. Yeah. I feel like he had a copy of that book before no. he met him, which I, is why I, I didn't I, catch I, that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we got Dennis Quaid. He's doing a psychic thing. Dennis the he, meat Quaid. He kind of gets roped into, you know, participating in this thing, and he has a rival there. <laughs> Oh, I love this man. Tommy, I love this man so much. Tommy Ray Glayton. Oh, and David I, Patrick Kelly. Yeah. I have a note here. I want to be daddy's most special psychic boy. <laughs> 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 the, like, he comes, he's like so, 
like threatened, like, yeah. no, no, I'm the best I care. One, yeah. yeah, yeah. And Dennis Quaid's kind of like, I don't give a fuck. You can, like, <laughs> right? it's I don't care. <laughs> yeah, I don't even want to be here. <laughs> so he's not only is Tommy a hater, but he's also, it turns out, homicidal. <laughs> so that's you know. So for me, that's you know how to pick him for that study, I guess. David Patrick Kelly, aside from just being a badass, I love that right? he has three names and really. And three names in this movie. Yes. Tommy Ray Glayton. But yeah, you know he, who else do? Serial killers. That's <laughs> <laughs> right. David <laughs> Chapman. But he, for me, David Patrick Kelly is one of the great parts of this film. I mean, there's a lot of great yeah. parts when it comes with actors. We have a lot of good, a oh, lot yeah. of good actors in this movie. You actually kind of oh, wonder yeah. how the hell they did it for that budget. Yeah. But they got a lot of great actors. David Patrick Kelly, for me, is one of the best parts because a lot of it is kind of. You know, a little right. overacting, melodrama, <laughs> it's perhaps. a little over the top, maybe, But yeah. for him, for me, David Patrick Kelly was awesome. I love how his introduction, he, he takes Dennis Quaid's saxophone. Oh, my God, he's just playing it so obnoxiously. <laughs> yeah, he's in his yeah. room, like, you know. You make music with this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, just playing his saxophone. But he's, and, like, and, and Denny even tries to be, like, let's, like, go hang out. Like, yeah, let's, let's get a know. beer. Yeah, and he's, like. No, <laughs> and like throws down the saxophone and like right. he just he's like a small spoiled child. But he is in a good way. You but know? he clearly has been kicked around from home to home or and what's never what happens had a when place. you kill your father? Well, you don't know the circumstances behind his dad. Well, now we do. <laughs> do we? Um, do we? I know. We still don't know. Yeah, I mean, he father? still could have been. A... I think. His, yeah, his dad was killed uh, with a snake as a weapon. <laughs> <laughs> he beat his father to death with a snake. That's how it all comes into a. Uh, Ties together. It must be hard being a serial killer in a sleep study with all the wedding the bed stuff. <laughs> McDonald's trying. Very good, very good. Scott does pay attention to my lessons. He does. Um, <laughs> I have this written down in my notes when one of those falling, I think it was when Alex was falling off the beam. Okay. That yeah. one made me laugh a lot. <laughs> you know, the graphics are. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Awesomely 80s. Hey, look behind you. Right. <laughs> Jump onto the girder. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, yeah. you're like, once you go to grab the guy's arm, you're like, oh, he's oh, going sure. over. Yeah. And he goes, oh, there's, there's your falling dream. Yeah. There's your falling dream. And then, but I love his, huh, huh, huh. Yeah, yeah that's exactly. Like, that's what makes it even so, funnier. Yeah. It's like, did you have to make those sounds while you went? Um, oh, my God. And, of course, the ginger befreckled child is named Buddy. 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 Of course, his name Buddy. is Buddy. Because what else would his name be? Bobby. <laughs> no, he's got to be Buddy. he got to be Buddy. No, he's got to be Buddy. Yeah. But. You know what? He made Alex give a damn. He made, he Alex, made Alex give a want damn. to be there. <laughs> yeah. No, it's um, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Poor Buddy in the wheelchair. He's in a wheelchair, right? At least sometimes. At least sometimes, yeah. Because yeah. he, he's so paralyzed with fear uh, yeah, because guessing, of his nightmares. Yeah, I'm guessing he's having some health issues from not sleeping because that's right. Right. As we learn in, in the Nightmare franchise, you do need sleep. You do need some sleep. Yeah. So that. one of the more iconic parts of this movie, and I think one of the more cool bad 80s bad guy monstery things, is this yeah. Snake Man that they, they create. Oh, we're getting a Snake Man right away? Well, we're talking about oh, Buddy. Oh, okay, buddy. that's true, that's you, you true. You brought up Buddy. <laughs> I gotta get to my Snake Man notes. Well, I'll just say that the Snake Man is a great... 
uh, combination of some practical effects, some stop motion effects, you know, all <laughs> some, kinds of some cool. snake effects. Some snake. Um, <laughs> yeah. I said Snake Man is precious. He's absolutely <laughs> precious. Everybody knows I have a snake. I True. love snakes. I think they're like the coolest animal. Um, I said Tommy is trying to be the new Freddy. Oh, so that's not Snake Man related. Not yet, no. That's, that's, just an, that's, that's later on. It's coming up. Um, oh, first of all, I like Snake Man's whole set. Yeah. There's kind of like a Tim Burton-y yep. kind of vibe to that. Um, I like the way Snake Man looks, though he does not look scary. He looks cuddly. <laughs> I know. I mean, um, you're, you're watching this and you're going yeah. like, wait, this, this yeah. like scared the... Basically, the, the brain out. Of, no, the the, oh. the first psychic oh, that comes yeah. in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he couldn't have a snake man. He fucking lost it. He's like, not the, not the, with the cobra's cow. Like he couldn't do it. Um, yeah, I. <laughs> oh, it just makes me laugh. Um, and then there's like the pounding on the door, which you think it's gonna be like the Mormons or the Jehovah's Witnesses. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. It's not. It's snake. I was waiting for some Mormon standing there. Yeah. Hey, you heard the good word? Yeah, that's some good news. <laughs> Your hair goes white. And you're like <laughs> um, I did think it was like. I know when his dad was sitting at the table. Yes. Yeah. What's that about? Does Buddy want to kill his dad? Is he going to become Tommy? His, his is dad is Tommy? Co- obviously complacent and doesn't give a crap. So and therefore he sends him to the study. How Buddy feels about it? Yeah, him and, right. Yeah. yeah, as most '80s dads were. <laughs> well, it's kind of true. True, true. Yeah. Good point. <laughs> Explain some things. Some things, but uh, you know, I, the, the Snake Man was ferocious. Even though he didn't made it look quite as bad when he would. Stare at you with his hinged mouth, you know. Yeah. But when he stood up in his full glory of stop motion awesomeness, yeah. You know, and would come at you. I mean, you know, I might run down a very long, twisty wooden stair. You know? Yeah. I'd be like, I would be chasing the snake man. Like, I love you. I know. See, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Like watching it is like, oh, Sandra would love not like, meeting this in her dream. Let, let me love you. <laughs> yeah. Snake man, like, man, get off me, lady. I'm trying to, I'm trying to chase this kid down. I'm a scary yeah. snake. Buddy, buddy, dream, buddy, buddy dreams of the snake man. Yeah. <laughs> as a nightmare. Yeah, and snake I'm like, man, it's snake a man dream. dreams of Sandra yeah. as a nightmare. <laughs> oh, snake man. But that's what I imagine his voice is like, like a lot of S's. I'm like, yes. <laughs> Sandra and a snake man out and married in bed together. I didn't say I wanted Sunday. to have relations <laughs> with Snake Man. I think he's precious you like all a butt pet. Said. No, it's more like you I want to have little snake men no, running around. I want to add him to my menagerie of critters. You want to own the snake man? You can never, no one can really own Snake Man. (laughs) (laughs) Only Snake Man owns Snake Man. Um, Oh, that's why I was thinking about Tommy, and I put in the note about Freddy, is he has cigarettes all over his body. (laughs) He always has, like, one in here, one in his mouth. mouth. And um, that was actually something producer Scott said. He's like, yes, um, it was a policy in the 80s. You had to have half a pack on your body at all times. (laughs) You did. You smoked in the 80s. That's what you did. You smoked, and you gotta have lots of smokes. I mean, you couldn't. You had to say no to drugs, so you yeah. had to do something. So yeah. you would, so especially you, for the bad guy. That so was you just like your went for the legal drug. Went for the right. legal drug. That was the cue. You're the bad guy because you're smoking. 
He's just, yeah, bad guys smoke and drink milk. Um, <laughs> oh, so the dream, the dream lovers sequence on the train. Um, his outfit just absolutely cracked me up. Oh my god! The overflowing so white. Was it a white, white shirt? It's a white, white shirt. It's like shirt. unbuttoned, yeah, and yeah. he has like a white pair of pants on. It's like it's very tight. <laughs> Tight, very tight. The like, thing was missing was like a, a like a, a string, like lacing it up, but on yes, oh, like a Fabio or a romance novel. And, and like, there's that really silly music, and it plays again at the end of the movie too. Yep. And it's like, because this is romantic. This is what makes it romantic. It's all of this white clothing and saxophone music. I grew up waiting for my train encounter to happen. Yeah, like, <laughs> this is how we all lose our virginity, right? <laughs> on the train. On the you train. spent a lot of time on trains. I did, waiting. You know, he was just riding the Amtrak back and forth, back and forth. Just, <laughs> just waiting. <laughs> just waiting. I was on the, the train at Howarth Park, just riding yeah. around. <laughs> riding it around. Child's train. Just waiting for the little, little kitty train. It never happened. It happen. Well, you know, just don't give up. I keep trying. The kids look at me all weird, especially the moms. But yeah, and like, is this the sex train? <laughs> <laughs> I want to lose my virginity. I'm here. <laughs> Kate Capshaw, where are you? <laughs> She's like, I'm never, I'm never coming. To She's like, no. Um, I see space, face. Oh, Hi, space, did Macy space. join us? Hello. Planned. <laughs> Um, add sex you to the train. list. You guys notice this movie had two F bombs? Yes, it did. Oh, and it's a PG 13. I know. But it was second, like one of those newly. Yeah. PG. Yeah, one very of the new early. PG 13 films. Yeah. yeah. Five days after uh, Red Dawn. Mm. Mm-hmm. However, do we, we all know that, of course, Red Dawn, while it was the first release PG 13 film, it wasn't yeah. the first film to actually receive. A PG-13 rating. I feel like we talked about this once <laughs> before, may, but I can't really have. remember yeah. it. Remind me again. It was the yeah. Flamingo Kid uh, that actually received the first PG-13 rating, but Red okay. Dawn was released prior yeah. to it. And, and was Dreams. Fun facts. <laughs> this will come up on a on a test later. It'll be in a trivia eventually. I'm so sure I, remember I will forget again. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to got... dream about it. I'm like, ah, I've got this test about what was the first. Ah, I can't remember yeah. what it is. I'm not prepared. <laughs> oh, wait, wait. Hold on. I think I'm getting a call. Hold. Let me, let me pick up my phone. Pick up my phone here. Hello? Oh, yeah. What's that? Producer Scott, we need to sound the alarm. Toxic masculinity incoming. <laughs> when, when our beloved, beloved Christopher Plummer says something to the effect of, he's going to emasculate our nuclear defense program. <laughs> I, lo- oh, I had to pause it. I was laughing so hard. Uh, so was producer Scott because we're like, emasculate. <laughs> Um, like I just never imagined I would hear that term in that phrase and of course Christopher Plummer God rest his soul brilliant actor the way he just spits it out emasculate um, and it's kind of funny because like Scott and I were like talking about it and we're like are we supposed to feel good or bad that the president is like having nightmares and right. doesn't want to kill people and doesn't want to press the button? Right. And it's it's kind of makes you feel a little complicated. Yeah. 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 The eighties was 
very good about doing these, or finally doing these sort of like, is nuclear war good? I mean, you've got like war games. Yeah. And, you know, where the moral is, you know, the only way to win is not to play. And, the day yep. after tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it's yeah. like, I don't feel like we really resolved the issue, too. Like, <laughs> no, I, yeah, I guess I. We're, I mean, the president is, like, giving, all back to, like, being his, like, but, self, but... I mean, I think the idea is that you can't give one person too much control. Christopher Plummer clearly was, like, you know, who, again, loved him in this movie. I actually did yeah. love him in this film. Love he was, him in everything. He was, like, you right. Yes. He yeah. was so Wonderful. charming. Right. As being this... You buy him as this. Yeah. government guy that can pay... That knows state. everyone. Yeah. Yeah, he, but he was great, but you're right. I mean, he's, I don't know. I think you just can't have that one guy that can control, pull all the strings. No one man should have all that power. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Absolute just, power corrupts. Absolutely. It was just like funny. It was one of those things where it's like, I don't know how I'm supposed to feel about this. And then I don't know that we resolved it. So I guess nobody knows how to feel about it in the 80s. So. <laughs> yeah. Mm. No, because we were all afraid. We didn't know what the hell was going we on. We want a president that's going to blow away Gorbachev. Pretty much. You can't, yeah. <laughs> Save the gremlins. <laughs> <laughs> don't emasculate the gremlins. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so good. Um, Tommy's room. Tommy's room. Big Bruce Lee fan, that guy. Oh, yeah. Um, I love that he had, like, these, like, little tear-out pages, like, to order nunchucks. <laughs> <It's just laughs> they looked like like you, like you a catalog, and he's like, yeah, when I get my psychic money from Dad, I'm going <laughs> to order all these nunchucks. <laughs> like, Dad? 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 <laughs> But he just, I guess he couldn't save up enough saving no. money. He could only buy one set of dream chucks. That's all I could get. Yeah. But they were a pretty cool damn set of dream oh, chucks. Yeah. And no. he, he's like, he's like Michelangelo from the Turtles yeah, with those with chucks. No, but they were like wave nunchucks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. So good. Okay. So here's the funny thing to me. Yeah. Okay. So they have this top secret. Um, what do you call it? What's the thing they're doing? Program that program. they're working on. Yeah, this, yeah, yeah. This dream, entering dream program they're working on. Yes. And they and Alex gets there. Alex being, uh, what's his face? Dennis, Dennis. the meat quaid. Dennis. Yeah. Gets there. <laughs> the meat. <laughs> and he gets, you saw him in his chonies, you know he's got the meat. So. <laughs> and he shows I don't wanna, up. I don't want to comment on this meat anymore. I really, I just want to be done with that. So they're like, you know, anyway, so he, 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 <laughs> He keeps he keeps walking into this authorized only program that they're running because like, the guy in. the guy who's supposed to be watching the door is always not there. He's never he's never there. there. Yeah, and then the door is not locked. On top of it, no, we don't. You just open it and walk in. If There's, we ha- if we lock it, then everybody needs a key and it's right. a whole thing. It's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. They couldn't afford the whole zip with the key. Blink, open it for you. Nothing. Yeah. It's, I thought that was hysterical. It's like, yeah. dude, where the hell is this yeah. security guard supposed to be sitting there? I know, and they like yell at they yell at Dennis Quaid about it, and it's yeah. like, how is this? <laughs> no one's there, and it's not it, log. And it's know. literally just down a stairwell. Yeah. Any yeah. student could go. No, the only thing they have a little yeah. authorized only, you know, painted on the wall, but that's yeah. it. But it's like, well, lock your doors. I have another question too. Okay. And I mean this sincerely. And if somebody could please explain this to me, like sincerely, I need someone to explain this to me. Sincerely, yes. How does Dennis Quaid, the meat, if you will, how does his psychic ability make him win horse races? You can see the future. Yeah. But we never really talk about that. But that's what it is. When producer Scott asked me, because they never actually say that he can see the future. 
Yeah. They never say that. I thought he could just see into other people's minds. And he has some telekinesis. He's got a like you said a bunch of things. He's a um, fucking tomorrow person. That's <laughs> just like ultimate like space is that, knowledge. I like, can, you, don't, you don't even know what I can do. This is why Dennis God is in our pantheon of of gods. So when Scott asked me, he's like, "Wait, how does he win the horse races?" And I was like, "Well, he gets in the horse's head. He does, and he tells him like, you can do it. You're better than all these other horses.'" <laughs> And then he also goes into the heads of the other horses and tells them they suck at racing and they'll never win. And he's he didn't buy my uh, explanation. I was like, well, I don't know. I think it's how he does it. Yeah. No. I mean, look, I don't know. That's just yeah. how, that's what I thought when I was a kid. That's what yeah. I still think now. And yeah, he has so much just, power we we can't comprehend. We can just see. Yeah. Yep. That's it. He can he can either a get into the horses' brains. He's just like, go, Elmer's glue, go. You know? <laughs> <laughs> please, call, please call him Elmer. <laughs> I have to call him by his Christian name. I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> or you just, you know, or you can see into the future, one or the other. Yep. So he's got, he's got so much power. And no one Dennis Quaid should have all he, that power. Dennis Quaid, no. Yeah, there's, that's way too much meat for one man. <laughs> so. He's got the mind meat. He's got the he looks, he's got the meat. He's like Arby's. He looks, <laughs> he's, Dennis he looks, Arby's Quaid. <laughs> Poor Dennis. He looks at the program, and then the horse is going to win like sparkles. or You know what I mean? He can kind of see it. I want to see that. I hear you, but why, you know, they don't have to like drag you through everything. They figure. No, it was just it was just one of those funny things where you don't think about it. Until, right, like, until I said, you think about it. Scott brought it up, and then until I'm like, you think about it, yeah. And I, I don't know, I think I came up with the best explanation. <laughs> <laughs> no, and that works. Yeah. It, it works. Yeah. Oh, you. you know what? Maybe he was also telling the security guard to leave all the time. You don't have to tell oh. the security guard that. They just do it anyway. They do it. <laughs> they take their Michael man- says, mandated 15. Michael B. Yeah. in the studio says that uh, security guards are notorious for wandering away. Michael knows. He was yeah. a security he guard. He was one of them. Um, <laughs> I have so, a question. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So what was the point of, like, the whole room? The dream suite? Yeah. Like, because you find out later, you don't need it. No. I mean, you have have a couple, you know, things attached to you, but it doesn't seem like they're connected to the other. You know, they're just monitoring pulse and heartbeat and blood pressure and all that kind of stuff. You're right, they don't actually need to be there. I guess So it's it's like they they create this whole thing, and then Max von Sydow would say something like, all right, now project or push or whatever yeah, it was, yeah. you know. Well, you're like, well, why do you need the room? It seems to me like you just need proximity. There's like at one point he kind of tells him the goal is to be able to get them to do it without the suite. Right. Uh, and okay. so, but yeah, it is kind of, um, it does make the question of why do we need like a full staff? Like a, wa- <laughs> in, in a, a waste of government it. money. And they don't even have a it's, crash cart in the room. It's, I can, I can. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I can I can make it really easy for you guys. Okay. It's kind of like the whole twister thing. Why do you have this big fucking machine that has to go open the twister? Yeah. When all it is is could be a garbage can or a yeah. Home Depot bucket with little yeah. things in it. Right. It's just because. Because just, Carrie Elwes is evil. Because. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> because anyway. Eric Carrie Elwes can't do a freaking accent to save his life. It's not. We've talked about this. There's some of our favorite foreign actors. Ooh, sometimes American accents are. Yeah. Harsh. Yeah. Harsh on those 
consonants. Um, I always thought maybe they did have them connected together somehow in addition to mind rhythms and heartbeats and that kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. And it's just you had to, you could eventually progress to the not having to be connected yeah. in order to do the entry. Right. I, I guess what I wanted was like a... Like a, like a hair dryer in a beauty salon with yeah. some lights on it or yeah. something. Yeah, you wanted and, a little you know, more bells little, and like, whistles. Like boop, 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 boops, you know. Yeah, <laughs> beeps and boops. <laughs> a little more beeps and boops, bells and whistles. <laughs> I got you. I got you. Um, so Tommy is gonna kill the president because we we must. Um, and he's gotta be Snake Man. He's gotta be Snake Man. He's gotta be Snake Man. Only because Dennis Quaid is going in to, to stop him, though. He's gotta and be Tommy knows. Yeah. Oh my god, because of his picture. Because <laughs> of his picture. When he drew Snake Man that one time. Right. And then he threw it away, and creepy Tommy got it out of the trash, and it's like, Snake Man, huh? <laughs> yeah. And it's like, I don't, well, it's fine. I don't really think Dennis Quaid was, I don't think it was really established that he was afraid of Snake Man. I think it was just, he was afraid for Tommy. Oh, I think not that Tommy, he was Buddy. Buddy, yeah, but. I think he was yeah. somewhat affected by it because he was drawing it. That yeah. was the inference, at least. It was just kind of funny because it's like, Dennis Quaid's not afraid of Snake Man. <laughs> Dennis Quaid's not afraid of anything. But He's a god. That does bring up a super cool sequence of the film, though, where they, he's, Dennis Quaid projects into the dream of the president. Mm. And they're in that train, right. waiting for sex, of course. And then they... <laughs> oh, my God. I figured out who you are. Who? You're the perverted ticket taker that's in everybody's train <laughs> sex That is me. That was you. That was me. That was really funny. That, he like, never got back. the sex, so he just became the ticket taker yeah. so he could watch. <laughs> that like callback, because I was like, I think that's exactly what this, he's a psychic like Dennis Quaid, but he just goes into people's train sex dreams. <laughs> that's me. I'm the same guy in Terror Train and you know, yeah. one of the ones like, like yeah. oh, are people going to have sex in here? <laughs> Are they gonna, walking around. Are they going to do it with me? <laughs> Take it, please. All right, Neil, oh back God. to your... In the, in the train. In the in train. The, in the, 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 the nuclear train. The, the nuclear train, yes. Yes. Uh, and, yes, yeah, so a cool scene happens where then... Uh, What's-his-face comes in. Tommy. 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 Tommy comes in. Yeah. And he... The, the security guard finally shows up. <laughs> and Tommy like, does, oh, you're here. And Tommy goes full Freddy Krueger on the guy. Yeah. Tommy's like... <laughs> does his thing. Get that then, heart. Boom. Right. That's like... One of my notes is like, holy shit, two films in 1984 about entering someone's dreams and dudes with yeah. razors on their fingers. And... and yeah. Pulling hearts out because Kate Capshaw was in. That's yeah. true, Kate Capshaw. Uh, yeah, Temple of Doom. Oh, Temple yeah, of Doom. a lot of hearts. A lot of hearts. Got Dreamscape broken. did come out before Nightmare on Elm Street, though. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of interesting. It kind of makes you like you kind of think about like all this nuclear stuff and all that in the eighties and your dreams. Like there's some there's like a thesis statement in there somewhere. <laughs> you know, with like what does that mean and what was that for the eighties? The the dream of the eighties. Yeah. So on and so forth. They do. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good deep point. Deep thoughts. Deep thoughts. So there's this. So the the really cool uh, David Patrick Kelly, aka Tommy. Tommy decides. Okay, Thank I'm going to turn into the Snake Man so I can scare Dennis Quaid and kick his butt. Which is, and a pretty cool little sequence. I think it's pretty sweet. 
It is sweet. Happens it is where, cool. yeah. where David Patrick Kelly, aka again Tommy, I keep calling him by his real name. <laughs> <laughs> just confusing everybody at home. Just all Sorry. The names. Yeah. All the names. All, all the, names. the names. David Patrick <laughs> Kelly, Thomas, <laughs> Adrian. <laughs> they go through. He turns the snake man, and then Dennis Quaid fools him yes. by making himself be the dad who Tommy shot to death. Yes. Yes. And then, so then Tommy kind of half reverts back to himself. So he's like half half snake, half himself, which is really cool. That's what I posted on our Instagram stories today. (laughs) Is him, and he has those like glassy eyes when he's like, (laughs) (laughs) oh, it's funny. I thought thought it was cool. I have, I even have. I think I say something like, oh yeah, and then the president comes behind and does a (laughs) from behind poke. Yeah, he's like, I'm not afraid to press the button. (laughs) Gives him a freaking, what was it, like a rod or a a steel girder? It's a lead pipe. It is a a lead pipe that, um, as Scott pointed out, at one point is on fire. And and, and Dennis Quaid's using it as a torch. Ah. (laughs) We're like, does that, is that a good idea? Can I work? There was some Uh. flaming zombie on the end. A little bit of flesh. Sure. A little bit of fleshy. He used a psychic future seeing powers to, <laughs> <laughs> to light it. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. But I think that, but I thought it was actually a really cool sequence how yeah. it was all practical. Oh, yeah, and yeah. The president comes behind him and, pff, and it just boom, shoots out, out yeah. in the blood. It was a really cool. It, well, is, it was well done for it's what nice. It was. It's a nice bit of gore. Yeah. Actually, could I always it. use more gore. I always use it, but. Um, one of the things I realized, I apparently have a fetish that I learned. Trains? Watching this. <laughs> Aside from the trains. No. Um, I like watching bad guys eat. Because I realized there's a scene where Tommy's eating the sandwich when Dennis Quaid comes in in the cafeteria. Oh, that's yeah. Specific, and the way Tommy's... What's that? I said that's an oddly specific. Oddly specific. It is, but the way... Which is what a fetish is. But. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I was like fascinated with Tommy watching him eat that sandwich. So he yeah. just kept chowing down on right. it while he's talking to Dennis Quaid at the yeah. same God time. Damn. And it's a fairly close shot of Tommy while he's it eating it. It actually is a cool shot. And I agree. Because he's saying all the right words, yeah. but he has like no inflection. Right. Nothing. No, yeah, no no empathy. What I found funny about that scene is Tommy has no problem getting up into other people's business, no. coming into their room, playing their saxophone, <laughs> you know, just doing, While they're in the shower. doing whatever the fuck he wants. Yeah. And then in this scene, Alex comes up to him and he's like, Tommy says, I need my space right now. Right? <laughs> it's like, excuse you, Tommy. Yeah. Oh, I'm so sorry. Are we bothering you? Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. I thought that was really cool. I was, I, after watching, I'm like, wow. I like right. I'm excited so to think about are, it. Yeah, well, like, some other examples. Well, like, um, yeah, uh, give us more of your fetish. Jerry Dandridge from Fright Night when he's eating his apple. Yeah. yeah right. Several times. Like, oh, I always like, man, he's so cool the way he eats that apple. You know, when he's cool. walking down, um, there's like, uh, Jesus, what else is there? There's um, Clockwork Orange. Yeah. When uh, when he when he's, when Alex, his name's Alex, right? Yeah. Not in yeah. fact, again, when he's, eat, when he's being fed the, yeah. The food is no. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you know the way he's eating so it. So, does this relate to the bad guys drinking milk? Is that part of your fetish? Not so much. I'm more of an eating thing. You want maybe. to see yeah, I like the masturbation. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yes. And uh, then, oh, and then, uh, like De Niro in Angel's Heart when he's eating the egg, just take oh, the big chomp out yeah. of the egg kind of yeah. thing. So, I know like, there's oh. more. Oh, what about in um, Inglorious Bastards? 
Uh, oh, the 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 um, yeah. the apple, not the, the fruit. The little, little like the, tart they're eating. Oh, yeah, the tart. Oh, yes, yeah, yes, yes, yes. Very good one. Yes. Yeah. Look, I know Very your good. fetish. You know my fetish. Yes. We're gonna put that's together for your birthday. We'll put the together like strudel. a little reel. Okay, let's do it. Strudel. That's what it was. Strudel. It was. How about Freddy Krueger when he's eating the meatball for part five? <laughs> <laughs> the screaming meatball. Yeah. No, no. Like, like I've seen part five. <laughs> Caleb's not a real oh, fan. <laughs> yeah. Um, so then they're going to live happy ever after. He and Kate actually go onto the train. Yeah. Um, to I do it. Do you think... <laughs> oh, but before... Well, so I think it's really smart, of course, that he kills Christopher Plummer in the dream because he can't be like... Because then they can't prove it. Right. Yeah. yeah. That he did it. I like that. I. It's like a nice kind of... Um, sweet vengeance moment when his yep. wife finds him dead. <laughs> that sounds so fucked up. Um, but it is, it is. But yeah, they're going to go have sex on a train and be happy in Bora Bora. Or and, yeah, and the, yeah, and the train conductor gets gets what he wants. Everybody <laughs> so wins. Everyone happy. Everyone wins, except for that ending score. Ooh, it's not good. Oh, it's bad. I, see, I I like the score. I mean, yeah. I don't I don't specifically remember the ending one, but it's, it, it's I, a, a synth score, an eighties. It's synth not score, synth. It's like, just gets sax. Me every time. It's that romantic. Oh sax yes, music. yes, I remember that. I was now. just like I judging that you now. so hard. I'm like, you like you're that? Right, you're right. Well, yeah, <laughs> because in the eighties, everything was sax. That's his fetish. Come on. <laughs> oh no. You didn't have. I mean, you, yes, you had guitar solos, but you had a lot of sax solos. Hey, in the 80s. Tim Spellas, yeah, best sax solo. That's, that's, that's a great just one. what it was. It's my favorite. Yes. That's my sax story. So I have my first note is badass 80s synth. So for the beginning of the yeah. film, especially. That's fine. I, I just, the the like. No, but it, did, it got pretty. Yeah, it got, like, I don't like that stuff. It's too silly for me. But the synth is fine. It got a little flowery. Got a little flower. Got a little, got a little floral. <laughs> floral essences. <laughs> But it's like a jasmine. Mixed with their sex smells. No, no, stop talking about the adventures on your train. Train sex, train sex. No. When you guys see me getting arrested on a Howard Park train, you're going to be like, oh my God, that looks like Neil. It is Neil. You're like, I know him. We'll put it here on our YouTube uh, channel. It's a rest video. Yep. Mugshots will be on Instagram. Hashtag. I'm an, I'm an open book. Yeah. It's fine. We'll be like, we had Neil. no idea. He never said anything about it, <laughs> ever. We didn't know about this dangerous train fetish. Does the smart train count? Like a, a, a speed, a rail? I've never been on that. I don't know. Good oh, question. If that counts for your fetish or not. I don't know. It's got to be the coal train. <laughs> yeah, it's gotta, I need some old it's poor It's got to be John Coltrane. I need, yeah. I need some really grizzled old dude back there shoveling coal into the train. <laughs> Into the train, some real like mean bastard that if you just walk up to him, say hi, he's gonna punch you in the face and spit on you. Hit you with the cold thing. (laughs) Pretty much. Oh, so good. I need like, yeah, I need like, uh, what's the what's the Christmas train movie? 
Polar Express. Polar Express. No, you're like, that's my dream, just me and Tom Hanks. That's right. A million Tom Hankses. A million Tom Hankses everywhere. On a CGI train. All the Hankses. With all that cocoa. Hot, hot, yeah, I got it. He knows the song. Oh, my God. They make that cocoa look really good. I'm not going to lie. I really want some of that cocoa. Yeah. I bet it's super chocolatey. I bet it's so good. It would give me a migraine in a second. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. It would be worth it for your your love. I'm not lactose intolerant, but it would probably make me lactose intolerant. Yeah, I think it would turn you. (laughs) Yeah, I think only small children can drink that cocoa and live. Pretty much. Um... All right. Uh, I, I, I still I still really like Dreamscape. So I yeah. I, I still really really enjoy. Did anybody it, so. say that? You, was anybody calling your love of Dreamscape? No, I'm, <laughs> I, 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 I am. My I final love points. This movie. Yeah, final points. It held up. I think it's Through a fun. The, I think it's fun. Yeah, it's a fun romp. <laughs> fun romp on a tray. <laughs> yeah. Who knew? Fetish, fetish film galore. Yeah, I feel like we're learning a lot about you tonight. Mm-hmm. It's nice. Train love and, and eating. And bad guy eating. eating. Bad guy eating on a train. Antagonist per, chow yeah, down. Per, protagonist yeah. mastication. There you go. Yeah. Like Those it. all sound dirty. So I know. That's what makes it sound even that's better. Yeah. better yeah. um, Don't judge me. Couple of notes. Yes. Couple of notes. So we got to talk about. We got to talk about a little something before we talk about dreams. Sure. Oh, sh- we totally forgot about that. That's why you don't throw the paper. <laughs> <laughs> or if I just would follow my own outline. Yeah. Um, so we want to talk about dreams a little bit. So first of all, if you have like a really hilarious, weird, or scary dream, that'd be wonderful if you could like put it in the comments. Yes. Even if you're watching this later, we'd love to read it. We I read love, all the comments. And I love hearing about people's dreams. So so do that. Yeah. And then we're, we're going to talk about some dream stuff in a second, too. Yes. Uh, we wanted to bring up, real quick, at least for me, one of my, one of my nightmares. <laughs> Speaking of nightmares. No, yeah. yeah. Uh, vaccinations, everyone. We're all vaxxed. Vaccinations. Yeah. Everyone here in the cult show is vaccinated. And we want to take a second because we have this platform platform to talk upon. This train platform. That's right. That we just want to plead <laughs> with people. To please go out and get your vaccinations. If you're worried, we're all healthy. We're all happy. We're doing. I mean, we're not any worse off than no. we were. We're both. We're really sick, especially Neil and I, like as people. But that has nothing to do Mentally. with the vaccine. Mentally, has nothing to do with the vaccine. Right. I feel like I got better. <laughs> I got smarter. You know, I had a train yeah. fetish, and now it's gone. So. <laughs> Just saying. Well, one could argue that point then. Yeah. But the point for for me at least for sure is uh, I mean I worry because I, again I am employed in a business that requires people to be able to come together and there's a lot of folks if you don't if we don't do it and people are coming together because masks are being removed or not being removed and yeah. people are coming in who don't have the vaccine it's going to cause outbreaks to happen again things get shut down and we don't want that. By any means. So you're kind of saying if you're a movie fan, and you all are, and we want to see movies in theaters because right. we all we've been do. waiting so freaking desperately. I'm so excited. Saw is going to be my first movie back, too. Is we're going to, we could, we could lose that again. We could. If we go backwards, God forbid. There's like a commercial that says if it's not everywhere, it's not anywhere with the vaccine. Get your vaccine. You know what else vaccines are good for? I've never had the measles. Right. Mumps, Smallpox. anyone? Yeah. Typhoid fever? 
Don't have it. <laughs> Don't got it. Don't got it. Polio. 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 Michael's favorite. None of us have ever had polio. Um, science is fucking kick ass. Science is amazing. Just just believe in science. Right. You like smartphones? You like a lot of things that have science to them. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. So we're taking a minute just to say, please, go out. Yeah. Do it. For It's for... Everyone else out there. Yeah. You know what? This sounds really cheesy, but do it for your country. That's right. <laughs> but I mean, for real. Like, if you... Shit. If you want to see the country thrive, you're going to have to get some vaccines. I mean... Yeah. To me, it's... Okay. We were in the middle of a pandemic where everything was shut down. Ohio is offering a million dollars to five different people. I mean, each. They're doing like a, like a lottery. So a total of five million? Five million dollars total. Okay. If you get vaccinated, we have to pay people a million dollars to get vaccinated. <laughs> There's people in India right now that are they're dying. dying. I mean, they'll yeah, take it for free. Yeah. And we got to pay it's people. It's fucking horrifying. Yeah. And we're like, will you please take it? Yeah, I mean, there's only a third of the population that are fully vaccinated at this point. It's, I don't know. It's yeah, it's really asinine to me. Get your fetchy ouchie. So, we did, I don't know. I, wa- I wanted to take a second. Luckily, yeah. We're passionate about yeah. here at the Cold Show. We're all about it because you know what? A lot of people still need to go back to work and need their jobs back. Yes. And so we need some vaccines for that. So. Yes. Been way too long. And Mark Visionstru said he got his second today. So thank you. Good. Very much. Good job. Thank you. Okay. Proud of you. Thank you, guys. Proud of you. Um, Soapbox off. <laughs> for now. Um, so uh, one thing we did not mention that I saw in my notes that I wanted to is uh, the children on the train. Just real quick. Children on the train. They have, uh, you, you and I love creepy children voices. Oh, yeah. And they're like, uh, and, and they have, a, what, do they, what do they say? What do they say? They say, what did you do? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was awesome. Yeah. Really, really creepy. Yeah. Um, love that. And, of course, they, um, I mean, sad because it's kids and they look all awful. And uh, it's good makeup, though, on the, on the yeah. kids. Yeah. What did yeah. you do? I, I also, did like, you do? I have a train to, train to Busan <laughs> zombies. Oh, my gosh. That's where they, yeah, that's where they started from. Oh, yep. Train to Busan. It's a good movie. It takes place on a train. Takes place on a train. Yeah. So you you like that. And the <laughs> Peninsula, the new one. Anyway, oh, I haven't yeah. seen it yet. I'm really excited for that. But yeah, I just, um, anytime we've got creepy little eerie children's voices, we have to talk about it. <laughs> you gotta bring it up. That's why we have Michael here. So. <laughs> okay. I love it. Okay. Dreams. So, dreams. 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 Dream, dream. <laughs> Thank you, so, Scott. We thought it'd be kind of fun to talk about our dreams a little bit um, and dreams in general. So I think I've mentioned this on some of the other shows of mine, but I am super into dreams. I'm a vivid dreamer. I'm a double dreamer. I'm a lucid dreamer. Um, I dream constantly. And sometimes I wake up and I'm exhausted because I have just been in dreams. And sometimes I'm in other people's dreams, not like... <laughs> like in a Dennis Quaid way, but like, <laughs> like where I'm not dreaming of myself, I'm like following somebody else's story, and it just is like, I feel like I have no time to myself sometimes. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, I dream a lot. Uh, I mean, everybody dreams because yeah. your brain doesn't shut off. But I remember them. Um, it's and like when we were talking about we should like write them down, and then I'm like, it's impossible. Like I used to dream journal, but it it was too much because I was just constantly. Spending like half of my time writing down all these dreams. Yeah, I did 
I did bring a few favorites to share. Did you? you yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. How about right. you? But you guys, like, you don't dream? Like, well, you no, don't well, Okay, so I really don't remember mine, usually. Um, but there was a period in 2005 and 2006 that I was journaling them. Yeah. And it was really funny because once I got into the habit of writing them down in the morning, I started remembering them more. Like, I yeah. would wake up remembering, you know, whereas before I would wake up and go, like, had a weird dream, can't remember it. But for whatever reason, like, the process of taking the, like, five minutes to write a yeah. little bit every morning helped me remember them. And then, of course, I've stopped and, you know, yeah, got out now of I'm habit. back to not remembering my not dreams right. anymore. So it, the only yeah. reason why I really have anything to share today is because of those journals that I kept. Well, I thought it was interesting because, like, we, we study dreams and, like, we still don't know it all, but um, really creative people like me remember their dreams, so you guys aren't creative. No, absolutely not, especially and when you start to read and when I start to tell you <laughs> Sometimes my dreams are very bland. Um, and then uh, also they think it could be that you're not getting enough REM. Okay. You, so maybe yeah. you need to work on that. Work on the REM? Okay. Yeah. Um, Dreamscape. That was the very first time I heard about REM sleep. Yeah. And every time I hear that word since, I always think about... Dreamscape. 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 Yeah. yeah. I don't know if it was for me, Dreamscape or Nightmare on Elm Street. Because they both talk about REM. Because I, well, I, I, right. I saw Dreamscape. I don't know which one I saw first. I saw. <laughs> mm-hmm. Anyway. Mm. Yeah. Um, so I had a dream just this week that I thought I'd write down. Okay. That's, um, I guess it's kind of a stress dream, but it wasn't wasn't super stressful so i'm super into ancient greece and ancient rome especially ancient rome it's like one of my favorite things i spend a lot of my free time reading about and learning about and i dreamed that i made just for like friends a board game where it was like greco-roman themed ancient and everybody loved it and it kind of went viral and some game developers picked it up and they're like we need this like we need you to, like, develop this, you know, like, by tomorrow or something. And I was like, but I'm not, like, ready. And they're like, yeah, and it has to be completely, like, historically accurate, too. And I was <laughs> like, but I, I don't know. And I remember I was just, like, pouring over notes of, like, okay, this character has to be, like, a grain farmer. And this one's, like, a potter. <laughs> and, like, because they needed to have all these complicated things. And it was just, like, I mean, it was a good problem to have. It was, like, I can't believe, like, I'm, like, a classicist now. But I had to had to make this game. Okay, it's, weird. it's one of the weird things I dream about. All right. Um, I also because I'm a I'm a lucid dreamer and stuff too. Okay. So I told Scott sometimes it's kind of fun. Like I go to sleep at night and I'm like, hmm, where do I want to go? And I just like put myself there. Yes. Wow. I, I highly recommend it. It's a lot of fun. I think that's your superpower then, because. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, I can share some more dreams, but why don't you guys share some some dream stuff, and then I'll go. Okay. Caleb, you got um, any in your journal? So this one is not from the journal, but this is one I remember. This had to be from somewhere in 94 to 95 because I was living at um, a house that was on St. Mary's Place. And I only say that because I think it's going to come up later, that house, I mean. Um, and this was a death dream. So I'm on oh. my knees hands tied behind my back and blindfolded. Someone behind me is asking me for information that I don't have. 
problem. I don't have it. And that he should, and this is in quotes, just fucking shoot me. I hear the gun go off, feel the slug enter my brain, see trillions of little pinpricks of light against a black background, and then I wake up. Damn! Wow. So that one is stuck stuck with me for, you know, since it happened, actually. Because I think it was my very first dying in my dream sleep. Yeah. Dying dying in my dream. I don't think I've ever actually... Like died in a dream. Oh, I do that. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, my type That's of dream. You, you keep walking with a snake man and going like, you're like, Rrr. Um, I just, I don't know. Like when you, I think it's like part of like when you're a really vivid double dreamer and all the weird dream things I do. I think it's just like you just. Oh no, mine always stop right before something like that actually happens. Wow, lucky devil. <laughs> I'm the chosen one. (laughs) I have an early dream. One of my earliest childhood memories is a nightmare involving clowns. Which, if you're new here, you might not know. You love them. I'm really uncomfy around clowns. (laughs) That would be why. (laughs) Okay. It goes back to early, early memories of a nightmare I had as a kid. Don't want to talk about it. Um, You don't want to talk about that one? (laughs) You have to. I don't want to because you guys will make fun of me. No, I, I promise I won't make fun of you. No, thank no I promise. I, I told won't. you about my fetishes tonight. You told everybody about your I know, right? <laughs> um, if Neil tells a dream that he doesn't want to tell, will you tell? No, no, it's fu- It's not that exciting when I say it, but it was just scary. I was, I was like really, really little. This is, like I said, one of my earliest memories, being killed by a clown uh, with a wire hanger. No, wow. like, who in the fuck in their right mind would make fun of you for that? <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Clown death. Dude, Clown. That's, that's creepy when you're an adult. Yeah, it's creepy. You know? How did he, what's the hanger? Like, hung you or? No more wire hangers? No, not mommy dearest okay. style. Uh, strangulation style. Wow. Yeah. Dang. How old were yeah. you? Uh, I, it's one of those things where, I think I've talked about this on Spooky Slumber Party before. I had to have been three about three, maybe wow. four. It's like one of those because of I remember, and like my parents and my sister remember me talking about it. It's just one of those memories that's like, damn, that's like not usually something people remember stuff at that age, except when it's trauma. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know if I knew, God, what death was. Oh, at, and at you know what thought old, it was that you know? killed me? So this Ronald is. Ronald McDonald. No, no, you would think, but it wasn't. Do you remember the clown that was on the ice cream cone box? Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. It was that guy. It was that it was asshole. It was bozo-looking thing. It was that asshole. That asshole. Yeah. That cone asshole. Yeah. Fucker. Fucking sugar cone son of a bitch. You know what? Maybe it's a past life thing. I don't think I'm supposed so, to trust okay, clowns. Okay, I'm going to say two things. Yeah. The first one is, and they're, okay, this is an idea for a movie I've had for a long time. This is good. And okay. if you guys steal it, I'm going to kick everyone's booty. <laughs> so on a train, yeah. but um, and if you want to write it with me, let me know. Yeah. At three years old, how are you a of fr- to how how do you know that there's something that wants to hurt you like that? At three years old, like what have you experienced in your life to know that there's such a thing as death that a clown would want to and that you're afraid of a very specific thing that would cause that death, and then they would use a hanger to do it. It's called trauma. <laughs> 
But what have you, as a three-year-old, what have you experienced to have... Oh, my God, you, we're not having group therapy right now. <laughs> okay. We are not going there. Okay, so you've actually had experience at that age already with Not with to, clowns, but yeah. Oh, okay. Well, then I guess yeah. that would be... I'm saying, for most children... This is the movie idea that I had. Okay. Is that for most little children, yes. they have nightmares of things, boogeymen and whatever it may be, that they've actually never seen or experienced, but yet they, for some reason, have these nightmares of things they're afraid of. Yeah. But they've never experienced any of the, the stuff to be afraid of it. Right, right, right. So right, where right, does right. that come from? Where does that experience come from to <sighs> have that nightmare? And so my the idea is in the movie to... You know, there is a entity, a thing, a something in that gets you when you're super young that you're, you know, that you're afraid of that makes you have these nightmares. As you get older, you outgrow it. But what happens? Not with clowns. Right. <laughs> but what happens if, when, say, you get older, you suddenly remember it somehow? Does it come you back to get you thing. again? Okay. Kind of thing. So it's like, like you a, repress it because it's, I mean, it could be like, Fear, well, fear is a human emotion that we all just, it's just in our, it's just hardwired. It is, but I'm saying it's a little, it's a three-year-old or a two-year-old to have night terrors, to have these, to have these dreams about things you don't even have experience with. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's creepy. It's creepy. Like the the Jungian archetypes. Yeah. The, the, what are they called? The understood, the known symbols or the universal symbols. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. There's just... There's things that we just know to be afraid of. Yeah. That some, something with sharp teeth, something with yeah. See, like, but I'm saying, what if it came to you in your dreams? Because there, it's almost right. like a Freddy Krueger meets yeah. it. But it, it like follows you. Right. It follows life. you, but then eventually you yeah. get to an age maybe where you you can forget about it and it doesn't affect you as much anymore. Or you're just not afraid of it anymore. Maybe. You know. Yeah. Wow. Anyway, but I'm saying, but then like what? It. What happened? Like and, and then I love the concept. Yeah. So. And you've been talking about that. I mean. It's Have almost I? like you, a fucked you up. You first approached, the, approached me with this years ago, I think. It's so almost yeah. like a fucked up, like, um, imaginary friend that, like, stays with you. And it's like, but you, like, forget about it, but it's like, I'm still here. Right. <laughs> and mine is a horrid clown. <laughs> um, there's, um, I love that people are putting, I, I mean, we can't really exactly I read know. them, but people are putting their dreams in, so we We're will gonna, go back and read those. We will go back and read them, this is, I love, I love hearing about that. And I would, uh, Lewis was here, so. Lewis! I have not, we, you have not been here oh, in a while. Oh, and Doc Pretorius so. joined in. Oh, and Doc, Hi. too. Oh, there he is. And yeah. then also, uh, uh, Laura said that she, I think she said she got her shot as well, and that she's cool, and she's good <gasps> okay, to go. girl, so proud of you. So, um, thank you. I, do you guys want to hear my favorite dream ever? Yeah. I can't believe I haven't told you guys this dream. You I talk about this. I swear to God, I've, tell, I've told it on the other podcast. I'm sure you talk, yeah, well, spooky summer yeah. party, of course. So back um, many moons ago now, when I first read um, the George R. R. Martin books, the as we know at the Game of Thrones books, right? And I really love them. And um, I just thought they were, you know, they just sweep you up and it's so, so amazing. And I had a dream that I was going to go to a book signing with George R.R. R. Martin. And I was super excited about it, but I was like running late from like work or something. And I was like, I'm not going to make it in time. And I get, <laughs> I get to the bookstore and I'm like, oh my God, they're about to close. The line's going to be so long. If you've ever been to a book signing, it can, it can take so on to get your books signed and I just like had my books and I was like oh god he's not gonna be there I'm, I'm not I'm not gonna see him and I saw an employee and they're like oh are you here for the George R. R. Martin signing I was like yes and they're like he's back there you're fine don't 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 be worried 
And I was like, oh, oh, really? So like, I go over there and there's no line. And he's just like sitting there. And I was like, hi, um, I'm sorry. I, I know you're trying to get out of here. The event's almost over. Um, I just I just wanted to tell you how much I, I love your books. And I think they're so wonderful. And I, I think you're great. And you know, would you like maybe sign this for me? And he's like, you don't have to be in such a hurry. And like, he turned around. So he was like, wasn't facing me. And when he turned back, he had one of those like griddles that you can put on a countertop and it was loaded with breakfast things and he's like do you want he's like are you hungry do you want like a pancake he's like have a seat we'll sit down and we'll just talk about books and I was like really so I had this like dream where George R. R. Martin made me breakfast wow and nice about, and we talked about his books like you must have been in heaven you were it was great it was definitely one of those where I woke up and I'm like that wasn't <laughs> you woke up and looked at Scott, you're like, huh. <laughs> Bring he's back like, the he's all, Well, he's got the beard. Yeah. It's like the Highlander, there can be only one. Um, one George R. R. Martin. <laughs> R. R. Martin. That's yeah. my favorite dream of all time. All right. I hate those dreams, though, where it's just such a good dream, and then you wake up and it's real life. <laughs> yep. Oh. Lame. Add another one, week before last, where. I was attending an event, and it was like the running of the bulls in Spain, where they run through yeah. the streets. You guys are going to love this. It was zombies. <laughs> it was zombies. The running of the zombies. Yeah. Are they slow zombies or fast zombies? Yes. They were like medium speed zombies. Oh. Um, like they were walk. a brisk pace. Power, yeah. power, power walking, walking zombies. <laughs> but um, you had to like get... Like, if you were going to participate, like, you had to go to, like, where all these churches and churchyards and stuff were, because that makes them more scary, right? Because they're all going to, like, come out of their graves. Oh, okay, And cool. I remember just being like, I'm just going to watch. <laughs> and I did, and I, like, just climbed to the top of this cathedral. Really? You didn't participate? No. Wow. And I remember, because it was one of those, one of those things where my dream was trying to, like, make me participate, but I was lucid dreaming to be like, eh, I'm good, I'm just going to watch up here. <laughs> and and not get sucked into it. Wow. Yeah. You're just like, oh. screw you, dream. I think I saw somebody in there put in sleep paralysis. I've had some sleep paralysis as well. I used to sleepwalk, too. Wow. And I do occasionally sleep sit up, which <laughs> is real creepy and possessed looking. Yeah, I would imagine. <laughs> Jesus, Scott, you need to turn on here. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so anyone who has seen Paranormal Activity, that is... My life. <laughs> <laughs> he knew this already. Yeah, she she has literally stood on the side of the bed just. Oh, geez, oh fuck yeah. that! Yeah, it's it's Sorry. um uh it's not yeah don't love it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, ten man, a, uh, zero out of ten would not recommend. Oh my god! I just see at the top George R R Griddle Cakes. <laughs> oh my god! Hungry, you're a genius. <laughs> Scott, so when you're when you like wake up and just see Sandra standing there, you like it's like it happens all the time, you know, people. Do you, reach, do you reach for your knife? Yeah, right? exactly. I was like, oh, so you like do you like start whacking her with whatever's nearby. Or? I would I'm recommend allowed, just ignoring me. I don't. I'm not allowed to keep weapons uh, within arm's reach of the bed. Probably smart because of the cat. Oh, because oh. of the yeah. um, But what if she was a zombie? I, I I guess I'd be dead. Scott would be when in I'm trouble. a zombie. Show no yeah. mercy. <laughs> No, Dude. no, I want you guys to keep me, like, in um, Shaun of the Dead. Yeah, yeah. Just keep me just here. Just give your PlayStation controller. Yeah. And... <laughs> We've already oh, no, got the yeah, Atari. Just chain her up yeah. right there. <laughs> so what do you, I, like, I, I'm this telling you guys all my okay. dreams. I've got some. 
No. <laughs> no. No, not that one. Come on, I like told you guys things. Okay, I'm okay. This one is dated July seventeenth, two thousand and five. I'm staying at a hotel. Neil is in the street doing tricks on his motorcycle. The hotel across the street. Wait, the hotel is across the street from a zoo, and I'm walking through it, and all the animals are getting checkups from the staff. Oh my god, that's adorable! <laughs> that's an adorable dream. Have you ever ridden a motorcycle? I used to have one. one. Yeah. Did you do tricks on it? No. <laughs> She was very sick. Oh my god, could you imagine if you did? And then it was like, <laughs> you're, like myself, you're like, probably. I can't go back to those days, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Evil Knievel over here. Fuck! Um, Did I jump over like a hundred buses? That'd be really cool. Like a hundred? hundred buses? And okay. you would like do the, the swing your legs over the handlebars thing. And <laughs> this is the last one I'm going to share and it's kind of a long one. So uh, This one is August 13th, 2005. And I'm only going to use initials for people in this one. So, uh, Named to protect identities. Sure. Dun, dun, um, dun. <laughs> it was Mandra and Triel. <laughs> it's okay. like, that's our name. What's <laughs> dreaming about us? Um, M called to see if I wanted to come hang out. M is a girl. Um, I say yes, and I go to my old house on St. Mary's Place. I said it would come up again uh, to find a bike. I was in the garage, and there were at least 10 bikes, but all the tires are flat. I finally find one, and can, I can ride and decide to bring the clothing I was planning to sell at a garage sale. <laughs> I drape all of the clothing over the handlebars, and it's stacked up over my, my hand can reach. So I'm kind of balancing. I'm cutting through a park, and the clothes keep falling off the handlebars, oh, no. and I have to constantly stop to pick them up. C.S. walks by. C.S. is a woman that I used to book her movie theater. C.S. Lewis. Um, C.S. <laughs> walks by with her son, Jay, and tells me what movies she wants booked for the following week. Oh, my God, I'm busy. <laughs> my bike gets a flat. I'm with someone, and we're almost through the park. He tells me all I have to do is make it through, and I will become a Jedi. <laughs> I finally get to M. But she's already with someone else. I end up looking through, a, looking at bedroom sets and a Macy's catalog. <laughs> what? I love that. Wow. And this is what I wrote down, like right after. Right, it's when a stream I, of I consciousness. So I, yeah. Yeah. Damn. Like, and it's so funny because sometimes like things are like, I swear to God, this was scary or this was cool, and like I'm saying it, and it sounds dumb. I know. I, I don't care. I just, like, yeah. I, I wish I had become a Jedi. Why did you go so close? And I wish M wasn't busy. I was so, <laughs> so close, now you man. Got, and now you got to use a catalog? You don't even have the internet? It's so sad. I know. It wasn't even the lingerie section. <laughs> I was looking at bedroom sets. <laughs> I need a new wow. duvet. Lewis has a good little, he said for that motorcycle thing. Caleb? Yeah. He said evil Keneal. <laughs> <laughs> clever, Lewis, clever. Nice. Clever. Nice. Clever. Well, okay, so now you have to go. <laughs> so here's my we're, problem. We're going to end the show. Here's my problem. The, I, I can only remember one dream, believe it or not. And I don't know how... we got to work on your rent. I know, I don't know. Does, I don't, it, does it take place on a train? <laughs> I don't think so. Because I think I've heard this one. Well, but. so the funny thing is, like, when Neil, when I used to sleep on Neil's floor. <laughs> um, that sounds really bad. To protect him. Well, you didn't have another bed. Um, 
you used to wake up and tell me these wonderful dreams. These, and you were always like, "Oh, it's like this would make a great movie, and this would, you know, yeah. da, 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 da. used to be a dreamer." I used and you tell me all about him, and you're like, "Yeah, that sounds really and cool." I got married. And then, <laughs> wow, you know. She's yeah. a fine woman. You leave but, her out of But it. I do remember <laughs> this one, I think, if it's the one you're Yeah, it's probably. It's, you should tell just it. Just tell it. Tell oh, it. Shit. All right, all right. Come on, tell it. Tell it. Okay. We got, we, and then this is it. We're ending the show on this. Okay. I apologize, and it is usual in advance, but. Okay. This is just a dream, people. This is just, just a dream. dream. Just a dream. Uh, okay. So I can't remember exactly everything, but I think I think I was on the set of a porn movie. Okay. A pornographic Did it look film. like this where we are now? <laughs> no. I feel like... Was this the, the, the model for that dream? <laughs> I feel like it was in like I a... I kind of want to get off this couch. <laughs> Dude, like you're stuck to it. I am literally stuck to it. I feel like it was more like a bathroom setting maybe or something, like tile. I can't remember exactly, but okay. Michael cool. J. Fox was in the dream. In the, in the, in the, the set. Okay. As the, the lead actor, I guess you would say. So... <laughs> The scene comes around where Michael has to release his appendage so that the um, young woman who is participating in the movie, mm-hmm. you know, must begin the oral. She was just some rando? Yeah, she was, she was yeah. the one that I can, at least okay. I can't remember, but she was going to perform fellatio on Mr. Fox okay. Jr. Relations. <laughs> yes. Yes. So when he releases <laughs> his appendage. Sure. It is extremely long. <laughs> extremely long. Like how long? Like six feet. If, yeah, if not longer, but yeah, six feet's a good he's term. He's only good. like five foot five. Right, so, so. he's a little guy. But this his, is alarming. His appendage is yeah. quite large. Okay, his anatomy. And it was a fair girth. <laughs> so, so, so he Dennis so, Quaid on the scale of Dennis Quaid. Yeah, yeah. It was it was eight out of ten Dennis Quaids. Yeah. So we're with you. On the Quaid we're with meter. you. So anyway, so he so he has to put it into the the young lady's mouth, and so it becomes like a soft serve kind of thing. Oh my God. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> if you get what I'm doing. Yeah, we're, we're with you. We're with you. In the poor girl's mouth with the cheeks. Wow. And that's about it. That's all I remember. So if you remember any more than that. Nope. nope that's, that's about it. So I don't I understand I the up, dream. I think we, wo- you, we oh. woke up, you told me it, and we were both just like, what the fuck? Okay. <laughs> I don't. I don't know where to go. No. <laughs> what, you, what does that mean, you think? Let me look at our notes. <laughs> Is there one? <laughs> yeah, losing teeth, falling. Uh, no, Scott, that one's what do you not say, on there. Scott? I think it means I can't do this show with you anymore. <laughs> Okay, well, I've produced a Scott as forever. That's hilarious. That is hilarious. We were 18, 19 at the time. I, yeah, I don't, I don't somewhere, remember Somewhere around now, there. But yeah, so, but it's, that's yeah. the only thing that has stuck with me for this whole time, because it was bizarre. It's awesome. I, don't I, know I was what sleeping it means. on his floor for this dream, too. So. Oh, right, right. <laughs> Did you give him a pillow or anything? Or yeah, was he just... I got a pillow and a blanket. It was a piece of wood. He could put his head on, and then, you know... 
some newspapers. He was good. He was fine. Oh, oh poor. <laughs> I would have. I would have found you a nicer place. <laughs> I, it's where I wanted to be. Did you have I, to? No, pr- no, it's where I wanted to be. Did you have I, to I didn't guard want to, him? I didn't want to be at home. Did you have to guard him from his enemies? <laughs> yes. Yeah. My this offic- is before my he had the skeleton army. title was bodyguard. Yeah. This is before he had the skeleton army and the moat and all that. This is way. No, I, hadn't, I hadn't made it yet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you hadn't made it. You hadn't made it on the reptilian stunt, elite. Stuntman bodyguard. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely stunt. Uh. You were doing all the tricks on the motorcycle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> Caleb's uh, evil. Anyway, that's well, that's one. it. Thank you for sharing, Neil. That I mean, was awesome. I know you didn't want to, but yeah, I, you know. I think it's a It's a hilarious story. That's why you can't remember any of your other dreams. <laughs> what you peaked. That? You peaked. Yeah. Yeah. Is, You're right. They all fail in comparison. No. You peaked. <laughs> that was it. I mean, the, 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 the actual like mental image that you created for me just telling me about the dream... <laughs> I can only imagine what that was like living it. <laughs> living it, yes. Can Mike? you have soft serve to this day? <laughs> you know what? I can have lots of it, actually. <laughs> Surprise, he left. No effect. As long as, yeah. as, long as it's fro you. Yeah. <laughs> six feet, yep. <laughs> all, all, peachy all, uh, soft serve. <laughs> with sprinkles and... <laughs> oh, yeah. Anyway. Oh, that's not... Uh, I don't Michael J. Yeah. Fox. Out of everyone, Michael J. Fox. Yeah. I don't know. There he is. What a, and he... Poor Michael. Don't sue us, Michael. Michael J. Fox. <laughs> Um, do us a favor and don't sue us <laughs> for that. Um, we gotta go. It's time to go. It's time to go. Time to write this dream episode off. Let's, yeah, time to go catch some seeds. Thanks, guys. What's next week? Oh, next week is my pick. Yes. Y'all ready? Y'all ready for this? Ready. We are going to be watching. Wait, I did this with you. I didn't rock paper scissors, Neil. Uh, no, I won. You, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I won. We are going to be watching The Devil's Backbone. Devil's Backbone. Really good. Yeah. Okay. I've never seen cool. this. Cool. Devil's Backbone. That's going to be fun. Back. B- bone. Bone. B. Yeah, not Michael B. J. Fax front bone. No, not back that one. Bone. Michael Soft J. Fax. Yeah. Okay. The back. That's your homework. That's your homework. Thank you guys so much for go, being here. Go to the Thank movies. You, go see Get some movies. Sauce. Fire. We're going to talk about it. Go watch Spiral so you and I can talk about it next week. Absolutely. Thank you, Enoch. Thank you, Mark Vision's Truth. Thank you, Hungry Boy. I mean, sorry, Hugh Jackman. Thank you, Mr. Mark. Thank you, Miss Yuki Buck. Laura. Thank you, Mindy. Thank you, Joy Vicks. Thank you, Macy. Lewis. And Dr. Victorious. And Todd. The Culture is filmed before a live studio audience in Santa Rosa, California. Check out the video version of this podcast on YouTube, or find us online at theculture.com. We appreciate you listening and hope you can leave some positive comments. Thanks again and talk with you soon.